0: Sampa the Sparrow, episode eight. Do you remember Sampa and Gorgeous were sitting high up in a tree watching a family having a picnic in the clearing where the rabbits usually were? Do you remember the rabbits had run off because the people had arrived? you remember i told you something terrible was about to happen well the family sat for a long time talking around the picnic and the children spent a long time playing in the clearing and in the woods so the children were very tired when the time came for them to leave and the little boy did not do as he was told by his mother. The family were picking up all the things from the picnic, the knives and forks, the plates and cups, and all the bits and pieces of food that had not been eaten. The little boy was told to fetch a plastic bag by his mother that had blown across the clearing. Oh, he was so tired, and the plastic bag was a long way away. It was much too far for him to walk all the way across the clearing. So he did not do as he had been told. Instead, he climbed into the back seat of the car, sucked his thumb for a minute before falling asleep. The father of the family knew it was very wrong wherever he went in the country for a picnic to leave any rubbish behind. So, with a look around the clearing to make sure... Everything was packed in the car. He started the engine and drove out of the clearing and back onto the road that led to his house. But he did not see the plastic bag his little boy had not picked up. Sampa and Gorgeous had a wonderful time pecking up the crumbs from the picnic that had fallen into the grass. There were sponge cake crumbs, cucumber sandwich crumbs, and jam roly-poly crumbs. The two sparrows tweeted with happiness at all the food around them. But do you remember that I told you something terrible was about to happen? That is the sound of the plastic bag the little boy had left blowing across the grass. And it was that sound that attracted Gorgeous. At first, she just looked at the plastic bag. She had never seen such a funny shape before. And although it was moving in the wind, it did not seem very dangerous. So, she pecked at it. Then again, and again, and again. A piece of plastic broke off the bag and Gorgeous, thinking it was a piece of food, quickly pecked it up and swallowed it. We don't eat plastic do we because plastic is not food but gorgeous does not know that and the plastic caught in gorgeous's throat and she couldn't breathe on the other side of the clearing sampa was calling his girlfriend but gorgeous could not chirp back because gorgeous had died. The plastic bag the little boy had left in the clearing because he was too tired to pick up had killed Sampa's girlfriend. With Gorgeous not chirping back to him Sampa hopped across the clearing and very soon saw Gorgeous lying on the ground. Gorgeous did not reply to his chirps or move so Sampa gave her his usual playful peck, not once, not twice, but three times. And no matter how much he chirped, Gorgeous did not answer. It was beginning to get dark, and even though it was very dangerous for a sparrow to stay on the ground at night, Sampa sat close to her in the dark until the next morning. Gorgeous had not moved and her eyes were closed. Now, I don't know if a sparrow can feel very sad when something like this happens to it, and I don't really know how long Sampa stayed with Gorgeous that morning. But suddenly, he flew up to his tree and then to the orchard. He had not eaten for a long time and was very, very hungry. All day, he kept flying back to the clearing to Gorgeous. But Gorgeous was still on the ground next to the plastic bag. Fortunately, Sampa was not interested in the bag. It was a funny shape that made a rustling noise he did not like. And so the next night, Sampa flew up to the branch he used to sleep on next to Gorgeous. All his chicks had gone and his girlfriend had gone. Sampa was all alone. That is very sad music, isn't it? Shall we play some happy music to cheer us up? I'm sure if Sampa could hear that music, he would feel a lot happier as well. I don't think he will ever forget gorgeous, but at the moment, something else is about to happen that will keep him busy for a little while. You see, before going to sleep on his branch that night, Sampa flew to the orchard for a snack before going to sleep. Can you hear that noise? Sampa certainly could. Now we know it is a tractor and it is in Sampa's orchard because the farmer is taking all the fruit off his trees and putting it in a big trailer behind his tractor. Sampa watched as all his lovely pears and plums and cherries were picked off the trees by the same long things he had seen in the clearing until there was nothing left on the trees. All the fruits had been picked and there was nothing for Sampa to eat. I hope he doesn't go to the clearing and peck at that plastic bag, don't you? But no. Sampa flew back to the woods and joined all the other sparrows on the ground pecking up their lunch of ants, caterpillars and seeds. Sampa would have liked to find a juicy worm but it had not rained for a long time and the ground was very hard much too hard for Sampa to peck to get to the worms and so Sampa would have to wait until rain came and softened the ground before he could have a worm for his lunch but with all the other sparrows hopping and pecking around him Soon all the ants and caterpillars and seeds had been eaten and Sampa was still hungry. So he flew to his orchard to see if the farmer had left any fruit on the trees. But after flying around the orchard twice, all he saw were bare branches on all the fruit trees and he was still hungry. Now, what do you do when you feel hungry? You go to the kitchen and look for some food, don't you? But Sampa has not got a kitchen, so he flew off in a direction he had never flown before to find some food. And as he crossed the fields, he saw something very strange. It was very big and it was square. On the top, it was red. On the sides, it was white. And on the sides there were little squares. It did not move and as there was a tree beside it, Sampa stopped flying and landed on the top branch of the tree. Now, there was a strange noise and the noise was coming out of one of the little squares. Now we know what that noise is, don't we? It's music. And we know what that music is, don't we? It's the music that is played before someone listens to one of my stories. So, that little square that the music is coming out of must be a window. And if it's a window, it must be part of a house. And if it's part of a house, that must be a house next to the tree Sampa is sitting on. But Sampa was not looking at the house. If Sampa had had a pair of lips he would be licking them. Why? Because Sampa could see a big, fat worm. The biggest and fattest worm he had ever seen. It was at the back of the house and it was lying on a big, round, white thing. Sampa had only seen worms in the ground or on top of grass. So he watched the white thing for a little while. After flying down to a lower branch, he decided both the worm and the white thing must be asleep as they did not move. Being very courageous, he flew quietly down and landed gently on the big round white thing. The big fat worm did not wake up. He was feeling so hungry Sampa could not stop himself. Very quickly, he pecked the worm. Ah, oh, it tasted delicious. He must have pecked the worm five times, wondering how a worm could taste so good before... <coughs> With the last peck, Sampa flew up and away, back up into the tree. A bird's been eating my sausage. A little boy had run out of the house and was waving his fist at Sampa. So Sampa flew up to the top of the tree as the little boy ate the sausage that Sampa had thought was a big worm. If there are big worms like that around here, Sampa decided, I'm going to build a nest and stay here. It's much better than living in the forest. But the tree Sampa was sitting on was not like the big trees in the forest. The branches were too skinny and it was not as high as he would have liked. But what was that little hole he could see? It was not in the tree. It was in the red thing on top of the white thing that had the little squares on the side. Sampa did not know but the red thing was a roof and the white things were walls and the little squares in the sides were windows. The words roof Walls and windows tell us Sampa would only be looking at one thing. Do you know what that thing is? Yes, it's a house. And Sampa is going to build his nest in a little hole in the roof of the house. Now when Sampa flew to the top of the roof and looked around, he could see more and more roofs all around him. Now, what does that tell us? It tells us that Sampa is in a town. Sampa had moved from his tree in the countryside to a town, and life was going to be very, very different. You see, there were no little streams for him to have his bath in. There were no ants or worms in the ground, because roads and pavements are made of stone, and there are no orchards with cherry trees. And... There were lots of cats and dogs that chased birds away and there were cars and buses that would run them over and there were chimneys on the red roofs that were full of nasty smelling smoke and there was loud music and lots and lots of people. It was all busy and crowded and noisy. So why did Sampa stay in such an awful place? Why did he not fly back to his calm and peaceful tree in the forest. Sausages and dustbins and food shops. On his first day in the town, he'd seen a sausage that he thought was a big worm. So he thought the town would be full of sausages, which we know is silly. People don't leave sausages lying around, do they? But there are plenty of dustbins around the town, and the dustbins behind the food shops are full of old food, including old sausages. Now, cats and dogs knock these bins over and spill the food. So, Sampa and all the other town sparrows in the town say, Thank you very much for giving us an easy lunch. No more chasing ants, no more digging for worms, and when he wants a bath, there are even bird baths in some of the gardens and the hole he had found under the roof was much warmer than his old hole in the tree. It did not sway and creak when the wind blew, and no matter how hard it rained, Sampa and his nest in the hole under the roof was always snug and dry. So Sampa settled down happily in his new life. Sometimes having his lunch from the bins behind Sainsbury's sometimes behind Waitrose and sometimes behind Lidl. Sometimes he would take his bath in a bird bath in a garden, sometimes in a fountain in front of the town hall or sometimes in a small puddle on the pavement. This was as good as life could get, he decided. But Sampa was wrong. Sampa's life was going to change again. But this time his life... Was going to be even better. Sampa had discovered a market. We all know what markets are, don't we? It's a street with lots of stalls loaded with food of every kind, with people shouting at customers, telling them how good and tasty and delicious the food on their stall is, and they should come and buy it. So the market is very busy with lots of hustle and bustle. Sampa was sitting on a roof of a house in the market, his eyes wide open with delight. There was a bread stall piled high with loaves of bread, and that meant crumbs, crumbs falling on the ground, and Sampa loved breadcrumbs. There was a fruit stall with pears and cherries. Sampa loved pears and cherries and waited for a cherry to fall off the stall so that he could peck it when no one was looking. And there were children walking around eating cakes, letting bits of cakes fall just ready for Sampa to swoop down and gobble the pieces of cake up. But there was one stall right at the end of the market that made Sampa's eyes shine. It was a stall full of worms. Now, there were lots of worms of all shapes and sizes to Sampa, But we know it was a man selling sausages. And every time Sampa hopped close to his stall, the man would wave one of his sausages at the little sparrow to keep Sampa away. So Sampa flew up to the nearest roof and waited for someone to drop a sausage for him to peck. But people drop crumbs and sometimes drop cherries, but they never drop sausages. Have you ever dropped a sausage? I haven't, so Sampa was going to have a long wait. And so were all the other sparrows lined up on the roof beside Sampa, gazing at the sausage straw. Now that sound means something has happened. I'll play it again to make sure you are listening. Now Sampa has heard that sound as well, because he has seen something. Something that made his head nod like a jitterbug now if you don't know what a jitterbug is and I don't know what a jitterbug is but I use the word jitterbug because Sampa's head was nodding just like one what was it that made Sampa's head nod like a jitterbug it was making Sampa very happy and very pleased in fact it was making Sampa delighted it was a Oh dear, the podcast's finished. I shall have to tell you next time.